2: so kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Uralt, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And today we have a wonderful guest, as usual. You know, I'm really excited. Um, this gentleman, his name is Vernon, and it's Mayable. Hopefully I'm pronouncing his name properly here and he has this really cool book if you're watching me on youtube it's called talk to the hand you guys and he's actually a palmist Okay, so he reads your palm, and I listened to this gentleman on a couple of radio shows. I know I caught him on Coast to Coast, and he just amazed me, and I wanted to bring him on the show so you guys could meet him today. Before I bring him on, let me give you a little information about Vernon. Uh, Mer- Vernon Mayable is the founder and director of the Palmistry Institute in Los Angeles, California. The objectives of the Palmistry Institute are to further new advances in the field and analysis and to serve as a research and information resource. That's really cool. In 1979, he began formal training in Vedic Eastern cosmology, which took him to India many times. He combines both Eastern and Western astrological disciplines into his practice. Hey, welcome to High Road to Humanity, Vernon. Thank you. Thank it's, you so much, Nancy. It's good to have you. Now, is it Mayable? Is that correct? Mahable. Mahable. No? Okay, Mahable. Yeah. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing your name um, properly. Hey, thanks for coming on the high road. How did you get, how did you start reading Palms? Tell the audience your story. What's your story? Uh, it was actually in
0: high
1: school.
0: <laughs> when I was in the 11th grade, um, I actually saw a book on uh, Palma Street. In my high school library. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so uh, I started reading it, and I kind of got hooked. Right. Uh, so um, all throughout high school and dur- during the 80s, I would read people's hands. I hung out with, like, let's say the rock and roll world, the metal world, and I did all kinds of stuff. I did um, I did bookings. I did uh I helped bands do merchandise. I did roadie stuff too, but the whole time I was looking at hands the whole time, never made any money from the rock and roll world. (laughs) Didn't really care because most of my friends were in that world anyway, but the whole time I was reading for all these rock and roll people. And um, one day I just said, hell with this. I'm just going to read hands. (laughs) So that's what happened.
2: Well, so so (laughs) people realize you can read their hand and immediately they put out their hand. Now, I have a question. Do you immediately pick up the energy of their hand while you're, you know, when you, when you take somebody's hand, does your intuitive abilities, uh, kick in?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I'm looking at a hand, um, i would say i'm i'm really analyzing all the planetary aspects i'm looking where at where jupiter is or where mars is and what houses and the signs uh so i'm doing an analytic um uh analysis okay. but at the same time intuition is coming in and so the cool thing about palmistry to me it's it's an astrological art Um, when I'm looking at a hand it's like me looking at an astrological chart it's a very different um, animal if you will but at the same time to me looking at a hand uh, is non-different from an astrological reading having said that the hand radiates a lot of psychic energy so right. you're going to pick that up and then right. you can use your psychic energy to read around the planets if you will okay. so that makes it doubly powerful
2: so, so that, it, that, well how did you so at what point did you realize like you re, you learn you learn to read poems but at what point did you realize you had to learn astrology too that they were connected i guess i think that's fascinating
0: i, I had to i had a teacher in new york um who used to read hands on a table on St. Mark's Street, and he explained to me that uh, palmistry was astrology. But, he, but I had to kind of learn it on my on my own in a sense. After years of training, I had to figure it out. And then, of course, I went to India many times, and I studied the Vedic aspects. And the the Vedic, or what they call the sidereal as, astrology, uh, right. is very intertwined with the hand and astrology. Sometimes you'll even go to an astrologer in India or Tibet, and they'll actually kind of look at your hand at the same time, which is unknown okay. in the Western world, okay. so they see um, palmistry and astrology as concomitant uh, disciplines uh, in the in the Eastern world.
2: And, and you uh, say in this book, you say um, your hand is a map of your life, like where you've been and where you're going. Is that right?
0: Yes, it's it's our roadmap. Okay. Palmist when palm is, uh, when people say, "Oh, life doesn't come with us instructions." Um, It does. (laughs) Palmists don't believe that. (laughs) Okay. okay.
2: So if we all okay, so years ago, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw this out there because I need to understand this. So a long time ago, Palmists were really big. Everybody knew this was a map of our hands. We had the ability, each of us at one point, I think, to look at our hands and know things. How did all that get lost?
0: Oh, I love that question. Well, all the ancient cultures of, let's say, twenty thousand years ago, ten thousand mm-hmm. years ago, the Hindus, the Mayas, the uh, the Egyptians, so many, so many, uh, so many uh, ancient cultures okay. uh, used astrology and palmistry as part of their life, uh, to understand the destiny of the human being. Um, and it's only, I would say, been been in the last 500 years, since after, kind of, let's say, the Renaissance, that palmistry and astrology have lost their good reputation. Yeah,
2: that's also. Do you think that's on purpose? I, I don't know why I picked that up. I almost feel like it's to keep us from not knowing.
0: I, I think a lot of factors are involved. That's a great question. And I would say, yes, it, it does have something to do with the judeo-christian um culture that we are in Um, not to say anything against those religions because i love them Mm -hmm. um but at the same time our 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 practitioners were not that great either i mean if you look at the palmists of years ago the ones who would hang the shingle of psychic and tarot reader and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. uh, they did a great disservice to palmistry and astrology too so Mm -hmm. within the since the 1970s and the 80s, uh, a, new, a new crop of palmists have come up, if you will, mm-hmm. and have, there's a lot of great palmists out there who have tried to um, bring palmistry to a dignified uh, uh, and very esteemed uh, point of view. Okay. And it's changed a lot. Astrologers have done a tremendous job in that regard, too.
2: Okay. Uh,
0: I love when I see, let's say, astrologers uh, bring out the, uh, the culture and the sophistication and the professionalism of, mm-hmm. of what they do. So mm-hmm. there's a few of us doing that in the palmistry world. So um, two things have contributed. Um, the the rise of of uh, a a a culture of humanity that is not so much spiritual the ancient right. mayans and 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 egyptians and hindus there were spirituality was a big part of who they were right. and we've lost that over the last yeah. let's say a thousand years i agree uh, with
2: you now
0: people simply are are we have a culture of eat and sleep and mate and defend
2: and, and me me me
0: exactly exactly <laughs> I exactly know, i know yeah God.
2: so yeah yeah well and i'm glad you do this and i'm glad you have a school um tell us a little bit about the school cuz i i find that fascinating too you know when did you start the school i i i, yeah, have I it written here I somewhere i
0: started but. my school and i started teaching in maybe nine, 1990 and okay. in, in a big way cuz you uh, felt the need that, that there wasn't a good yeah. school or okay i i there's not a lot of palmists out there who are teaching uh, astrologers okay. teach what they do okay. um, and there are good good astro- astrological teachers out there but right. not a lot of people come into contact with a palmist right. but even very few people come into contact with a palmist who teach it so uh, my real goal in palmistry is to uh, have it regain its previous dignity uh And that's really why I teach. My that's my app apps. That's actually my goal in 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 the world of being um, a hand analyst to 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 bring palmistry into its a its good uh, the reputation and the that it deserves that it had yeah years years ago
2: yeah yeah I can so that's why
0: I teach it and I want to teach people the right way to learn
2: right
0: I want to teach I want to I want to teach palmistry in a way that it is about self realization. And it can help in our material and spiritual aspects, both.
2: Right. Well, uh, it's it's, a, it's almost sacred because it is the map of your hand. And there was something I read in the book that I found fascinating. Um, you guys, here's this book. It's called Talk to the Hand. It's really awesome. You need to get it. Pick it up. I picked this up at Amazon. But one thing that I found that was really fascinating is that you said that babies in the womb at seven months have their hand is completely you know, formed and all the lines are already there, their map is there at seven months in the womb. is that right
0: yes um, a That's crazy. a a a soul is not conscious
2: right.
0: uh, when it 's in the mom 's womb uh, in the first, second, third, month, like that, but at seven months, uh, the soul becomes conscious, and they become conscious of their previous lifetimes wow. Uh, and they're able to see their previous lifetimes at around seven months. Um, when a baby is born, uh, the first few months and about up to about a year, maybe a year and a half, the child is still seeing their previous lives. They're they're mm-hmm. in a they're in a new body with new parents. Everything's new, uh, but at the same time, you can tell by looking at a little baby girl or baby boy that they're thinking about something Mm -hmm. they're in deep meditation and Mm -hmm. what are they meditating on they're remembering their previous lives Mm -hmm. uh and it's after about a year year and a half that they start becoming conscious of this life uh, and their socialization and their parents and everything around them. And they start forgetting their, their previous lifetimes. Now at seven months in the womb, that is when the child starts to be able to see where they came from in their previous lifetimes. Now the, the Navajo Indians have a, a legend, that um, when everything is, let's say, formed genetically—they don't use that word—but in in a genetic or mm-hmm. uh, a, a way, um, God will uh, blow His breath on the child's hands, and those 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 that breath of God becomes the fingerprints. Right. Um, and the Vedic astrology says exactly the same things: the fingers, the fingerprints in are formed at seven months completely and totally. And then later on, the lines and everything else are, are formed on the hands. Now, why are the fingerprints important? Because the fingerprints talk specifically about our previous lifetimes and what oh, we're here to do in this life. Really? I didn't
2: know that. Yes. Hey, listen, we got to go to commercial break. But um, when we come back, let's talk about that. Because I had no idea. There were so many surprises in your book. I will tell you that. So I'm really excited that you're here today, Vernon. Hey, you guys, we're here today with Vernon Mahabal and his book is called talk to the hand this is nancy yearout this is high road to humanity and we'll be right back
1: hang on we have more stories to tell on high road to humanity check out nancy's website nancyyearout.com to book a session with nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities
2: Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yerow, and I'm joining with Compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs. Not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com That's www.nancyyourout.com.
1: We want to thank you so much for listening to the show. Now, welcome back to The High Road.
2: Hi, this is Nancy Urell. This is High Road to Humanity, and we are here with a wonderful palmist. And if you've never had your palm read, it's a really cool thing to do. I had mine read years and years and years ago. But... You know, it's hard to find people who really know what they're doing. And, and this is a really um, delicate thing, isn't it, Vernon?
0: I think so. you, it's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's a very, uh, it's a very, it's a responsibility to read for yeah. somebody. To be an astrologer so. or a economist. It, it, it comes with a lot of duty and obligation and, yeah. um, and you integrity. must know what you're doing. Yes. And also the public needs to be discriminative, discriminative about who they go to.
1: Right.
0: And, and I think that is happening. I, I've seen a lot of people who are becoming aware of what is a good astrologer, what is a good palmist.
2: Right, exactly. Uh, what is a good psychic, too? Same thing. What is a
0: good psychic? Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, you're talking about our fingertips, and there's so many things to talk about, and I have so many questions, but I didn't realize that the fingertips were our past lives. So when you would, if you would read my poem, you could look at my fingertips and see what from like different things that I did in my past life, or who I was, or male or female, or what do you pick up when you do that?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. The, the fingerprints themselves are the things that law enforcement knows, for instance, that they, they, they use them for identification. Right. right? Or at least they used to before all of the DNA stuff. Uh, But,
2: um, and I'm a real estate broker and they make me get my fingerprints done every year. Yeah.
0: And, And yeah. And what the reason is, is because, they, uh, they are a. They're individualistic. They never right. change throughout mm-hmm. one's life. They never change throughout one's life, even if you rub off your fingerprints or it. It, it, you, you burn them off or you try to peel them off. They regrow exactly the way they were before. But, your so palm, figure,
2: but I'm going to stop you a second. In your book, you said your palm, can, the lines continually change. Is that right? Constantly. Yeah. The lines aren't that
0: important in palmistry. Most palmists oh. spend, you know, half the book talking about lines. They're not really that important. The, okay. li- the lines, I don't want to dismiss the lines, but they're in okay. the chakra system. Um, and, and they talk about our energies and, and our fluctuating energies in this lifetime, uh, emotional, mental, sexual, that type of thing. But, uh, But the, the, the fingerprints themselves are a record of previous lives, what we did in our previous lives, what talents we bring into this life and what our potentials are in this lifetime. So we are eternal spiritual souls. This is, this body is not our, 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 our self. We are just in this body for a short amount of time. And the fingerprints represent our journey. Uh, For many, many lifetimes. Uh, So that's why they they don't change. So as I said, law enforcement uses them for identification purposes. And so do we as palmists, we can identify uh, what activities a person did in their previous life. For instance, if if a a little girl who's who's seven years old begs her parents for a piano at seven, um, it's because she was a pianist in her previous lifetime. Where did that come from? Why is she begging her parents for a piano? So it's because life is a continuation. Whatever talents and abilities we had in the previous life, we continue on in this life. We're just naturally attracted to them. And right. the same with challenges. Whatever obstacles or challenges or difficulties we have in this life, simple, it's a simply a continuation from the previous life. We didn't work right. on those, or we right. still have to work on those. Right. So the fingerprints are the most important part of the, the hand. And palmists are now discovering that.
2: So okay, so which finger is your current life, or is it the, your? They palm, all are. They all are. Yeah,
0: they all are. Every practically speaking, everything in the hand. There's always let's say past, present, and future. Okay. There okay. is no part of the hand that doesn't represent what we did in the past, where we are now, and where we're possibly heading in the future.
2: Okay. Cool you say um the hand is like a book a book of the soul and i really like yes, that yes the book I of the that, soul i thought that was really cool that you said that um now i you also talk and this was interesting to me cuz i know about ley lines and you talk about ley lines um in our hand you know i know there's ley lines like where we built churches or where where we put the white house you know there's you know we know about ley lines talk about the ley lines uh,
0: well those are the lines Nancy those are actual those are lines. the Lay actual lines, lines are okay the, so yes. okay. they're the energy systems just okay. like you know so, certain cathedrals and tours and okay.
2: uh,
0: are, are put in certain areas they in Europe like that because those those uh, uh they're power spots okay. so in the same way uh, the lines in our hand are power spots they're okay. energy uh, uh channels or rivers to me, lines are like rivers, but just like the new age world, the mind, body, spirit world knows what the chakras are. The first chakra is security and stability, et cetera, et cetera. Those exactly are the major seven lines on the hands. So they are important because they do talk about our situation now in the present, but, but, one must look at, um, the, where the
2: planets are, where the signs are, where the houses are to well, really understand the person. To understand the deal. So let's talk about that. Cause we just had this moon on the 4th of July and, yes. what, you know, and that was a big deal here in the United States. Can you talk about what, what you pick up from that astrologically and, you know?
0: Yeah, well, we're, we're changing as a, as, as a nation, um, uh, uh, we are definitely changing. I don't think you have to be a palmist or an astrologer to see that. Yeah, but that was um, a sign,
2: wasn't it? You know, when you have something like that on the fourth of July, is it, that a sign? In my opinion, it wasn't the biggest sign. No.
0: Okay. Well, what um, do you see? I mean, I mean, it's it's not uh, it's not to be discounted. But there have been some other things astrologically uh, in the last few years that have really contributed to uh, the let's say the demise of the the. Uh, the way our uh, Amer- the United States of America has functioned and how it will function in the future. Um, interestingly enough, the day, and I think this was about more than a year ago, correct me if I'm wrong, okay. uh, but it was a while ago. The day that um, Roger Stone was arrested, that particular day, there was a lot of astrological symbolism going on in the sky at that day, on that, right. uh, uh, the, the day before, the day of, and the day after. And in a sense to me, that was a symbol of the beginning of the end of the United States as we have That's known it for already. 300 years right. and a beginning of, of what's going to happen in the future which i 'm not so hyped up about i'm not what do you see?
2: what do you see uh, for the United States
0: in the future uh, we're, astrologically, I think we're going to be uh the western influences, and i don 't mean all this white stuff and all this. The whole idea of racism is so dumb it 's so stupid. Right. Um, the you know the, the the left is constantly talking about racism 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 black white black white well that's the consciousness of a dog when a dog sees another dog it barks because it's another species so if someone's saying oh you're white you're black that's the consciousness of a dog Right. human beings are meant to understand the very basis of of human life is to understand we're not this body so if people identify simply with the pigment of one's skin
2: i know that we're in trouble even, that's like an animal i know or it's, it's about the inside well do you see yeah. okay so let me ask you this because i think this because i believe that the light will always you know prevail so People have to wake up and start to realize that what's important is on the inside, not on the outside, not the materials, not what it looks like. Do you see that happening astrologically? There will, there is
0: a great, since yes 2012 actually there has okay. been a great resurgence in uh, consciousness there's no question about it people okay. have gotten into the vedic arts they've gotten into kirtan the bhakti movement is huge in fact in 2029 30 31 32 the bhakti movement and all types of kirtan and indian spirituality it, the, the whole world that we know of the new age world the mind body spirit it will be in it, it will it will be a very big part of, of, of America, just as Christianity was a big part of America, you know, right. 100, 200 years ago. So yeah. the, the Bhakti movement of, will become the, uh, a huge spirituality. A religion, if you will, I don't know. So,
2: so but, it'll be that people will slowly. So, so you see, astrologically, that people will slowly get this—that it's it's the yes. inside that. There important. will be a contention
0: of people like that. Okay. Having said that, America is going. To, the rugged individualism of America is over, and that in, in, in astrologically is what made America a great country because mm-hmm. we had a rugged individual, a mood of rugged individualism. Right. Now we have the opposite. Now we have people wanting the nanny state um and my fear is that uh, um, although we do have this spiritual resurgence right. of amongst certain people there will be america will fall into uh, a very let's say um, third world type of uh country uh, so, i do see it become a lot more tribal uh the left is trying to make it more more tribal uh why? and it, why, uh, well, why? well that's that's socialism
2: but why do they want that fill
0: the it's because, have- because our, our, our western construct is 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 dying and that culture if you will is dying the world of let's say classical music the world of let's say classical music itself classical music is dying mm-hmm. and what's happening now we see rap everywhere I know. now is it a culture maybe it's a culture but that's what's going to take over. Well, what worries me,
2: and I don't mean to interrupt you, but worries me more than anything is the morals, the values, the respect, the integrity. Those are the things that make up a society. I see all those things being lost. Well,
0: that's exactly what's going to happen. The left is not a, a God conscious movement. The left is more of, they don't believe in, in natural law. They don't believe in, in morals or standards or ethics. They, 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 uh, uh, they believe in sex and everything that's completely unnatural,
2: right? And
0: it breaks the laws of, of nature, right? And it breaks like the Sodom laws and Gomorrah
2: in the Bible.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm not speaking from a Christian here because I'm not a Christian. I'm a devotee of Radha and Krishna. Um, I, 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 I uh, but at the same time, the, the fact is that the 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 right believes that if you if you do something bad, you're going to suffer, whereas the left doesn't really believe in karma. The left doesn't accept karma, so they don't believe in action and reaction. So because of that, we're going to have a society that is is um, it's going to be a bit it's going to be it's going to be based on how you feel rather than w- what the outcome will become. What the out what is your outcome? I see. So I'm very worried about America because I think there's there's a new tribalism that's coming, if you will, uh, and people won't be as cultured and they they won't have as much moral and standards and ethics. Hmm. And there will be people in this country that will have that and want to keep that and they'll live in their own areas. There will be mass migrations in America. There's no question about it. I see it everywhere on everybody's hand I look at. And then next two years are going to be mass migrations everywhere. Yeah.
2: Hey, listen, we're going to commercial break again. Um, you guys, I'm here today with Vernon and it's Mahabo and his book is called Talk to the Hand. He's really interesting. Hey, what's your website there, Vernon? PalmistryInstitute.com
0: Okay, cool.
2: This is Nancy all. This is High Road to Humanity and we'll be right back.
1: We'll be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, NancyYearOut.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road.
3: Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparking wholeness. And now let's get back to the show.
2: Hey, this is Nancy Earle, and I'm here today with Vernon Mahabo. Hey, Vernon, I hate to hear this about the United States. And when you say we're going to be in different, so what you're saying to me is that certain people will live here because they all believe this way, and certain people will live over here because they believe this way. But there won't be any United States. Is that what you're saying? Well, we're
0: already seeing that. We're already seeing that. For instance, in Portland, Portland, I live right. in
2: Portland, and it's very, very liberal. Leftist.
0: Scary,
2: scary. It's very,
0: yeah, and um, uh, and. And I, there's certain cities in America that are very conservative. Right. So we're going to see whole sections of America who, who now it actually might be to the benefit of everyone. And it might, it might divide us less because we'll be living where we want to live. I see. You see.
2: What do you but, think about the election coming up? Um, do you have any predictions on that? Or do you like to do that? Yeah, Trump anything?
0: will win. Trump will definitely win. Um, and so it'll be, we'll have four years of a normality, say, huh? Some,
2: some, some normality.
0: Some nor. Yeah, exactly. And then after that, um, that's when, uh, that's when the, the, the left takes over, uh, and and we see that amongst, uh, for instance, I grew up as a proud American in the 1980s. I remember Reagan and growing up in the 80s, and I was we were proud to be Americans. I grew up, up mean, at the same knew, time, yes. We grew up yeah, we, at the same we time. knew that yeah. you know we knew that there was all kinds of problems here and there with the CIA. We're that proud of our government, but nonetheless, we were right. proud of being Americans, and we were proud to work, and we were. But you know, these generations now, um, I have a I have a son who's 20. Right. And um, very I I mean, I haven't met any of his friends, boys or girls who are proud of their country. Um, And so think about that when they become in when they become in in their 40s and 50s and 60s, that mood of having a strong America is will 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 not be there. It'll be a very socialist country at that point. Uh, And I'm worried about that. But, you know, that's what they want in a sense do you uh,
2: uh, no, and, and I... so the
0: the biggest thing that i see on people's hands as... that's go ahead no no go ahead the biggest
2: thing you see on people's I, the hands the biggest hands
0: thing across. i think I, the, the big the biggest equation i see astrologically on people's hands right. is that the era of the rugged individualism of america that american ingenuity that type of proudness is dying and and is dying and and so maybe it'll go into another country you know why i do see that i see that in some of my clients who live in poland
3: poland has
0: that now poland has incredible astrological uh, aspects right now and will for the next 20 years. Uh, uh, there are first of all on a very mundane level, they are they are national. They're becoming very national. They're a nationalistic country. They're mm-hmm. very proud of their country, and all the countries around them, like France, Germany, they're, and they they're, have they're the values and temper- the
2: morals and the integrity that we used yes.
0: to have. Right? Yes. Exactly. Now you know what
2: I think, and I'm just going to throw this out there because I feel it myself. I can see a lot of people move into different countries.
0: When this oh, that's going. That's already happening. It will continue to happen. Yeah. Americans who are disgusted with what's going on with the right. lunacy of the left, they right. will leave. Yes, there's no question about it. Uh, but there will be populist movements around the world. At a certain point, uh, we will see populism rising again, uh, and, and and actually not just being crushed like the Hong Kongers, but will actually rise to the fore and become something that's reckoned with. Uh, I do see the new world order. Uh, coming to an end Their, their time is up astrologically and they know it that's why that's why they want to throw everything at us before 2030 because they know by 2030 their their time astrologically their karma is up
2: so in 2030 what happens
0: well, as I said before, Jupiter goes direct. A lot of cool planets are, you know, for instance, right now, Jupiter is the planet of religiosity, if you will. It's a planet of morals and standards and positive right. energy uh, and Neptune, which is a planet of sensitivity and compassion and empathy. Mm-hmm. Those, Both of those planets right now are in retrograde. Okay. So that's why we're seeing we're all seeing, this. you know, okay. the BLMs and all the, 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 the Antifa is destroying everything. There's no empathy. There's no compassion. So, so the, astrologically, the, 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 the cabal has been in power uh, a little bit before the 1930s. But just like a human being has about 100 years to live, in the same way, uh, their, their rule over humanity, their ability to manage everything, is coming to an end, and they've got their own astrologers. They know that, so they're throwing everything they possibly can at us right now. For instance, this uh, this audacious and very successful um, uh, pandemic they've thrown at
2: us. Yeah, and that's what uh, I was going to ask you, and, and if the audience doesn't understand, really quick, explain. This is a group of people who um, want to see, kind of give an idea of who you're talking about when you're talking about this group, and yes, throw in there, why did they do this pandemic? Go ahead.
0: There are thirteen hundred people that control six billion plus people, mm-hmm. and those people are absolutely the most evil people ever and and uh they are satanists and they're also pedophiles and I've read for them um I've had many clients that's who, scary by the way Brian. I've had quite a few clients uh who who are of this uh nature um, What I see on their hands is that they uh as let's say um David Icke would call them reptilians. Okay. Now the Vedic people for for the last ten thousand years have called them rakshasa okay. The rakshasa it literally translates in it's a Sanskrit term, it means man eater. So they get man-eater. Yeah. Okay. So they, they get their power from their satanic gods from child sacrifice, blood drinking. Et cetera, et cetera, I don't want to get into it too much because it's disgusting. No, I know, but, but I they, want the but, audience
2: to understand what you're talking about here. But I want they,
0: they hold the power, the universal management because because their gods are being, you know, their Moloch's and their Lucifer's and all that, you know, right. group is being appeased. So they're giving them the power to be able to rule over the universal management of this country. Uh, the, the, the world. Uh, and at the same time, the people who are the Christians and the Jews are not following their teacher. Right. So they don't have any power and control. They're losing it. They're, they're, they they're don't have that spiritual. So it is a war be- of, of, let's say, good and evil.
2: It's, right. And I agree with that completely. And I believe that good will win. And I wonder if you see that coming about. So the good will start to come about in maybe 2030.
0: Yes, it'll come. We'll okay. start to see that in about three years. Before that, but okay. Jupiter goes direct uh, in Vedic astrology. Jupiter is the planet called Brihaspati. It, he is. It's called Guru. A Guru means spiritual teacher, spiritual master. Brihaspati, and once Jupiter goes into a very powerful aspects, and a, along with other planets, we will see that humanity will have woken up from from all of this mess. Actually, for instance. We saw I mean we didn't see it, but in World War Two uh, there was it was such a devastating war. Right. And there was relative peace in in and in, in, in Europe uh, for years after that because people were sick of war. They had they had a world Enough. war right yeah. Uh, they had enough. Yeah. So, so they're gonna see all the chemtrails, and there, people are gonna. Everybody will have been woken up to the chemtrails and the, the 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 deep state and the vaccines and the evilness of our um of our healthcare system. Well, what's their the, What's
2: their motivation behind the COVID? Real quick. Uh, to to get, to kill the I cup. think it's. To, to kill the economy. To kill the to
0: economy. The, to, and, okay. and especially, and I'm not saying this as a conservative, although I, I, I am a libertarian, but I'm not saying this as a conservative. It is to remove Donald Trump out of, this, out of our yeah. office, to destroy what he's done. Why? Because Donald Trump is exposing the pedophiles. Right. And that's the reason they hate him the most, because he is exposing the pedophiles, not just exposing them, but, but, but doing something about them. Right. And they hate him the most, because the cabal is very pedophilic, because they they are blood drinkers and they sacrifice children and that's where they get their power from their stupid satanic gods whereas the so so they hate donald trump because he's not a blue blood he's a red blood right right. and every single president we've had up until about reagan has been a a blue blood they've all conformed he's the only only one that hasn't conformed
2: exactly
0: exactly and and he, you know, he's he's having a tough time of it, he's overwhelmed. But God himself. bless him,
2: you know, for sticking up and having some god you know, bless him,
0: yeah. Kahunas. And, and I thought it was, yeah, and I thought it was very symbolic that when he was elected president, he had a rabbi there and two priests. I don't mm-hmm. think Hillary would have done that,
2: right? Right? Yeah. So, what happens to these people, um, that are running the show right now, the deep state, whatever you want to call them? The you, you have a name for them, and but what. What happens to them? Roshasha. Roshasha. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Because you're hipping me to this. So what happens to them in 2030?
0: Um, Well, they lose their power. I'll tell you why. The the number one reason why they have been able to take power over the last, let's say, more than 100 years is because people are unaware of them. And also people do things that are not... Uh, that, are, that, that are not of high vibration and they attract these entities. In other words, these rakshashas were around 5,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago, 20,000 years ago. But they weren't we're attracted
2: entered. because we they, weren't they, letting they, them in is what exactly. you're saying. Exactly. Okay. And and gotcha. So for instance, gotcha.
0: the vegetarian movement is right. also bringing uh, it, it, the whole idea of vegetarianism is, is, is going to, um, keep them away. Or when people stop having abortions, that will take them away. In other words, when people are doing things that are more,
2: more godlike,
0: <laughs> exact pious, God, godlike and yeah. follow the rules of material nature, for right. instance, um, for, for, for instance, um, when we see the acceptance of, of things in this society that just totally go against the laws of nature, right. it's going to attract people who themselves um, are, are the lowest of, of, of species to be right. able to control. Right. So William Mara once said, when you have a nation of sheep, it begets a, a government of, of, uh, of wolves. So we have sheep who don't know what is piety. They don't know what is moral. They don't know what is good. As, as Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, a, 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 a human being must know what is righteous activity and what is unrighteous activity. If you don't know, you're going to attract unrighteous people who are more powerful to rule over. Right. you see and that's hey,
2: what's happening yeah no that's what's it's very scary stuff hey listen we got to go to commercial break um this is nancy you i'm here today with was a wonderful guy his name is vernon Mahable, and he's written this wonderful book talk to the hand you guys and give us your website again vernon palmistryinstitute.com all right this is nancy earl this is high road to humanity if you're listening to me on podcast you can watch me on youtube it's nancy earl's high road to humanity and we'll be right back
1: we'll be right back with the high road and more don't forget to visit nancy's website at nancyyearout.com to sign up for her online classes or to book a private session to learn how to tap into your own
0: abilities
2: do you feel like something is missing in your life do you feel lost or alone do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly the universe is speaking to you it's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com that's n-a-n-c-y-y-e-a-r-o-u-t.com barnes and noble and amazon and thanks for picking up my book and may the energy of the universe bless you
1: we want to thank you so much for listening to the show Now, welcome back to The High Road.
2: Vernon, thanks for coming on today. This is Nancy coming back on High Road to Humanity. I mean, it's a crazy time. And I guess I want to ask you on this last segment that we have on the show, what can you tell people? How can we prepare? I mean you know I believe in God I meditate I've got this show going I'm trying to tell people about this stuff wake up pay attention you know what can you what can we do what can we do here
0: yeah that's a great question um, first of all we have to understand that we're not this body we're spiritual souls right and the activities that we do now uh, will bring us a, a fruit or result in the future so just like a person who goes to college and does well though, you know, they're hopefully they'll get a good job. So in the same way, human life is a life of responsibility. Um, mm-hmm. there, and, and there, there, we, we, we enjoy for our, our, uh, for things that we have done for people and we suffer for things that, uh, uh, we have done to people. Yeah. So the first thing we can do, let's say, is to understand that we are eternal. And this body is not our real self. Right. And if we understand that from a very
2: oh, I lost it. My first. phone fell. Yeah. That's and if, okay, we under,
0: if we understand that from a very deep level that we're yeah. not this body, that we're spiritual souls, right. then we will do activities that will be for our eternal or spiritual benefit rather than just for temporary pleasures.
2: Right, say. and I'm with you. And I think that's the biggest thing that, yeah, I try to get across and having people like yourself on the show is to to realize that we are eternal, we are spiritual, we're not, we're only in these bodies for a certain amount of time. And our society has gotten so crazy where it's just all about what we look like and about what we have. And, you know, none of that really matters in the end
0: no it's true it's true and our activities we must do activities that help and 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 help people uh uh, the, the the in sanskrit the soul is called jivatma okay and and jivatma uh it means that it's eternal uh we're part and parcel of the supreme personality of godhead and the goddess um and uh we are in these bodies for a sh- very, very short amount of time. And the goal of life is, is ultimately love, to develop love for, for every living entity, to help each other, uh, to achieve what's called praying. Pray means uh, uh, love. Right. Okay. And, um, and so we must do things in this lifetime that uh, help rather than heal. Right. Uh, one thing I would say, for instance, is to understand that in Sanskrit the soul is is called as I said before Jeev Tatva, right. but it's called it's 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 called Sachidananda it's full of knowledge uh we have knowledge we have awareness, but while we 're in this material world, we forget our our spiritual nature right. We, we identify with the material nature and we become attached to everything in this material world. But even Christ said, live in this material world, but don't be of it.
2: Right. Right. Um,
0: exactly. And that was perfect. Perfect knowledge. We, we, we're also joyful. The soul is joyful. Yes. While we're in this world, we think joy comes from lots of sex and from, outside, lot, of right. from outside, outside of ourselves. Right. From outside of ourselves. Exactly. Right. right. Um, and, and um, the, the, and so we, we we have what's called Satchitananda, eternality, bliss or joy and awareness. Mm-hmm. And if we understand that we'll do activities that uh, will we'll make us help. joyful. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. So it, it comes from the inside, not the outside. What our, mm-hmm. our culture is telling us that our happiness comes from outside of ourselves. And that's not but the it, case.
2: Right.
0: It's not the case. Mm-hmm. As Gandhi said if you want, you have to be the change that you want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. So, so, so all these people that are destroying all the statues all over the place, it's only making the other side angry. It's not helping your cause at all. So, so mm-hmm. you, and so even Martin Luther King, the, he said he was the moral spiritual leader of our country at that time. He said, you must judge people by, by their consciousness, right. by their character right. rather than the color of their skin. I mean, he was a, he was a preacher. He understood this. Yeah. So, I would say, uh, I was in, in Sanskrit. The the soul is the the true nature of the soul is called sana, sanatan Dharm. Sanatan Dharm means what it means the eternal nature of the soul. What is the eternal nature of the soul? It is that we are we are of service to others. Our happiness comes in serving others and being loving to others and giving. If we're always giving and we're always sharing and we're always giving our, our knowledge and our, our awareness and our help to other people, we won't even have time to be unhappy. We'll mm-hmm. always be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the saintly people in this world are constantly serving others. They don't have time for themselves. Not, That's you know, why it
2: says the meek will inherit the earth. Because the meek people- will inherit the earth right
0: Definitely, right no question so we're right. we're in a time right now where these these reptiles these reptilians these shashas are controlling everything and in one sense it's, it's, it's good in one sense because people will maybe wake up to the fact that evil does exist. Right. If you don't know that evil exists and you don't know what evil is, it's going to overtake you. Mm-hmm. So one thing we could do is, and, um, I don't know how this will sit with most people, but be vegetarian because the eating of meat actually, um, brings in fear and the way the rakshashas, uh uh, um, their whole modality is to control us with fear. Okay. If we don't eat meat, we won't have that fear in us. When animals are being slaughtered, they're afraid. Fear goes. Yes, it goes into okay. their blood, and we're right. eating that fear. Okay. So the great societies of of the ancient cultures, the Egyptians, the Hindus, the Mayans, they never ate meat. The saintly people I've met. Did they eat fish? People. Did they eat fish? Well, and you don't want to eat anything alive, basically. Okay. Okay. But. but but okay. uh, the idea is that when, when a live entity is being killed, fear goes into their blood. And of course, less with the fish, of course, more with a cow or a chicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But the fact is, is that the, 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 the these, these rakshasas they can only control us if they have a population who's always in, in fear. And that's so why we're the, such big meat eaters. If we just stopped eating meat, if this culture just stopped eating meat, these Rakshashas would just leave the scene. And we'd be, we, we would have angelic forces everywhere. The reason the angel, when angelic forces or what the Vedic people call the Devas, when mm-hmm. these Devatas come, these angelic, what they call the demigods or the goddesses, they will, they will mingle with us. If we were to just stop eating meat, having, ha- having abortions, tr- if we were to treat people nicely – if, if we were a compassionate race, the angels and would come and mingle with us, but they don't come, uh, because we don't, we will not know how to identify with them. We won't well, know how to identify. they're them. here.
2: I, 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 I want to say something. We still oh, yes. can connect with them, but you're saying they're not among us like they could be. They're, Another in other words, intermingling, intermingling, right. In other words, in other words.
0: The blind are leading the blind right now. Right. People don't know what a, a saintly quality is. They don't understand the the they don't understand what a leader is. In, in, the Bhagavad, in, the, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna tells Arjuna, Arjuna asks him, What is a leader? How would you know a leader? Krishna says that that the prime duty, the most important duty of a leader is to elevate the consciousness of their constituents for right. this life and the next. Right. That is the most, the, the, the important reason, uh, that is the most powerful thing a leader can do to elevate people's consciousness for this life and the next. And so if you, if we have leaders who understand, who are humble, who are saintly, who right. have good qualities, such as tolerance. Um, and, and they want to see people spiritually aware, then our population will grow. But because we have, we have a population that simply, they live like animals. They're a royal oh. edition of animals. I they know. just simply eat. And sleep. a dog is having sex in the street and a, and a, and a man and a woman are having sex in some, some beautiful, uh, uh, apartment building. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. It's still sex. It's mm-hmm. still wanton enjoyment. It has nothing to do, in other words, the thing is, is that we must elevate ourselves from a a, a royal edition of animals to spiritual beings. Right. And the way to do that- And do you see
2: that? I know, but do you see that happening by 2030? Do you see that the people will start, you say yes, you say that it will change? 20 to 30%, 20 to 30%, which is much more than- And then what happens to the other people? Do they just, again, live in their own little cesspool or what?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because this is the material world, um, and uh, the they, uh, the demonic and the envious and and the impious cannot do what they do in the spiritual world, so they have to do it here. So this is a place that the supreme personality of Godhead makes the material world, so that people can do what they want to do, and they have to take the karma for it. But they can't do what they do in this, and they can't do this in the spiritual world. So they so they have to do it here. So we could do whatever we want here, but we have to take the karma for it. But we're in, according to the Vedic view, in Kali Yuga. Kali means in Sanskrit, the age of quarrel and hypocrisy. It is an, it's an age that lasts for 632,000 years. And we're only in the first 500s year of it, thousandths year of it. Okay. So this is the age when, the, when people who couldn't care less about spiritual life are being born. The golden ages like Satya Yuga, Treyta Yuga, Draper Yuga, they happened millions of years ago. And the people who were born there wanted spiritual life. They wanted a little bit of material life. But why is this Uh,
2: happening? Why are they, why are they being born now? What is the, what is the reason? Because they, they, because
0: we're born uh, to a culture that we, this is what, this is what the souls want. They, they don't want to live in a, in a God conscious way. They want to live in a way that uh, uh, that is degenerate and degraded. That's why they're born now.
2: But for and- people like us who want that, who want to be, con- who are connected to God, I mean, where does that leave all of us? well there the,
0: the material world is also a place of purification and rectification, so there will be souls that will go back to the spiritual world also in other words the whole reason the whole point of this material world is purification okay. um, it 's to understand that we 're not here to suffer we 're here to we 're here to understand that we 're spiritual. the materialist sees um their suffering as as uh oh why is god doing this to me right. but the spiritual spiritualists will say oh god is doing this for my purification so we learn uh, so we for grow my beautification exactly so we
2: grow as souls
0: wow yeah That's so but awesome. even in satya yuga which happened five million years ago there was a culture of of there were maybe 90 percent of the people were um uh god consciously directed but there was maybe five or ten percent of people who were who wanted to live a a more demonic life it's just the way of the material world but the material world exists so that we could try to become separate we could live in the kingdom of god and try to forget god so when we see when we see when we see the when we see people who are doing drugs and having illicit sex and taking, you know having all kinds of things this this is the place for them this is what this world is for but there will always be people who will uh who will wake up and say what am i suffering for in in there's a vedic book called the srimad bhagavatam right. the srimad bhagavatam means the beautiful story of the personality of godhead and his devotees and there's also a goddess too in the vedic view so so the the, the, be, the beginning statement is in sanskrit atato brahma jignasha A Tato Brahma Jignasha is a Sanskrit statement, which means that now we have a human form of life, this human form of life. We may see six billion people on this earth, but there's probably six billion people, just six billion entities just on our front lawn. So the human form of life is very rare. It's rarely achieved.
2: Right.
0: Um, And the human form of life is the loophole. It's the only form of life where we can ask, what is the purpose of life? Who is God? What is my relationship to God? What am so we're I doing very, here?
2: We're very, very fortunate. Hey, listen, we got to get out of here today. We're out okay. of time. I hate to say that. I'm going to have to have you back, Vernon. Will you come back and visit us again on the high road? Yes. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Hey, you guys, um, if you want to pick up this book, it's called Talk to the Hand. It's a field guide to practical palmistry. And let me spell his name for you. It's Vernon, V-E-R-N-O-N. And the last name is M-A-H-A-A. I'm sorry. M-A-H-A-B-A-L. So that you know how to get in touch with him and get his book. And give us your website again, Vernon. Palmistryinstitute.com. Okay, you guys. Hey, listen, Vernon, thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing so much great information with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It was fun. Okay, cool. Hey, listen, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will see you next